you've reached a bonus level of the Thoughts and Players podcast. Hello, good day, and welcome to the Thoughts and Players podcast. My name is Corey, and I will be your host for this bonus level. With me today, I have my good friend, Jeremy. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Um, and today we have the five best art styles in gaming. So me and Jeremy will both be giving our top five, which we think is the best art styles we've ever seen in gaming. So uh, I did ask David to go on. But he said, and I quote, I hate art. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it's true. I heard him. <laughs> so we have proof. Um, let's just jump right into it. Jeremy, you got five hopefully good ones. I don't know your list. I've got five amazing ones. So as the guest today, I will let you start off with your number five. Uh, that's very nice of you. Uh, or so honorable mentions if you want. We're going to start. That's what I was going to say. I know it's five. Okay. I have an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, that honorable mention is a game called Otherland. It is a MMORPG. You can find it on Steam. It is uh, developed currently by Drago Entertainment. They're the ones keeping it up. Um, it is a terrible, terrible game. It is <laughs> broken. Um, it is it, it, incredibly hard to play. But it has some of the most visually striking art that I have seen in a game period, whether it's MMO or anything like that. Um, they have maps that take place in a bug forest. They have a Mars map, which is absolutely just incredible. Um, just a quick glance, if you guys want to look at the game, but not necessarily have to go through the frustrations of playing the game. I tried it because I watched this video series uh, by a YouTuber named Joshua Strife Hayes. He actually went through and beat the entire game. Um, just so he could, just because he was so enamored with the art. And if you see the level design, see the art design, the fact that the intro level is basically you're a person and you're on the map, it's a chess game playing. It seems, it looks like almost gods are playing a chess game and the chess pieces are suspended in midair and all these different things. It's absolutely incredible, um, but it is a terrible game. So just keep that in mind. But that is my honorable mention. I wanted to mention it because I know that no one knows this game. It gets a lot of hate because it is bad and rightfully so. But the art that was put into the game is it's triple A quality. Yeah, uh, I'm so, looking at I'm looking at images right now. I've never heard of this game. Yeah. Uh, this guy needs to get on a a triple A team <laughs> and start well, putting his work yeah. in because this is amazing looking. Well, so. The team that originally was developing this game was comprised of a bunch of people from AAA studios, people mm. from Ubisoft and EA and different stuff like that. And I guess just the money or something went wrong. The game is based off of the Otherland book series. So, okay. um, you know, it's kind of borrowing a lot of artistic ideas from that book series, which Warner Bros. Uh, Warner Brothers currently owns the uh, the rights to the film rights to. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's incredible looking game. It's just it's just bad. I implore people, watch the Joshua Strife <laughs> series. It's like nine parts. Um, to hear him talk about his frustrations of having to play it, having to replay some parts all over again because it just bugged out. Um, yeah, it's very fun. But just just a gorgeous, really. Oh, right, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's my honorable mention. What about what okay. about you? 
Yeah, so I have so so going into this, I thought, okay, hey, there'll be an easy five. There wasn't. It was like a a hard one hundred because so many games now are doing such unique and great art styles. Uh, there's honestly like thirty games I could list here, you know. Um, but for just my honorable mentions, I got to go with an older one, Beautiful Joe. I love that comic book type style. Yeah. Um, Dragon Quest, the whole entire series. So it's got a real anime look. And Dragon Quest Eleven, they really made it look just outstanding uh dragon ball fighters very true to the anime and for something that's a little more uh realistic i want to give a shout out for resident evil 2 i think it's just one of the the best looking games i've ever seen and for what it's trying to do in that police station with the enemies it's just there's nothing better looking than it in its genre yeah so those are my honorable mentions very nice very nice a quality staple of games you got there i thank you so it's on me. I'll, I'll yes. go with number five. And my number five is 13. Uh, that is the spy action game. Came out in 2003, I believe. Voiced by X-Files' own David Duchovny. It has <laughs> that uh, that cell shader look, right? And there's a lot of games that try it. I know Borderlands is notorious for it. I find Borderlands' um, use of it obnoxious at times. At 13, it was it, it just it didn't get in the way. It really added to the feel and the atmosphere of the game, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and it's just such a blast. That game in general is well designed, and the art just adds to it. And I think it's based off the graphic novel, that same art, that same art style. So um, yeah, number 13 is my number five on the list for art styling games. I don't want to repeat this the entire podcast, but uh, yeah, it's a beautiful game uh, straight out of a comic book. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see maybe that get remastered or even remade because oh, yeah. the game's over 10 years old. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. back then it looked amazing. So yep. would love to see what they could do today. Um, my number five, if I can just jump right into it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be picking an indie game. Now, the one I'm picking is Hollow Knight. I don't know if you've ever seen Hollow Knight. I have. But man, those first trailers when they showed off the game, I was enamored by it because it looked so beautiful. It looked so grim. It looked so dark. But there was so much life going on in the background and with the um, NPCs. And I think what Hollow Knight does really, really well is the lighting. So you can see the light from the light post and they shine off. Some of the plants emit light. And even Hollow Knight himself has a little glow around his head. And it all shines so nicely and illuminates the spots that are supposed to, supposed to illuminate. And it leaves the other spots dark. It's just a really gorgeous looking game. The environments, they all take place underground, but they're varied enough to where you're interested in seeing what's coming next. And it's just one of those games where you instantly saw it. And that's the reason you wanted to buy it. Yeah. And another criteria I have is like if it was any other kind of art style, would it make it better? I, I don't think so. I think this is the best art style they could have picked for this game. So that's my number five, Hollow Knight. Very nice. That's another great art style, but just on its own mechanically, uh, just a great fun game to play and get into. Yeah, super hard. Too hard for me. But it is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy the time I played with it. Yeah. Um, my number four, a little bit of recency bias here. Uh, it was my game of the year last year, and that is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, the thing that I really love about that game is not only its use of art, its its use of color, but how they transition. The transitions are so 
organic and smooth. There's nothing that takes you aback. When you're traveling from the dark, darkened, burnt skies of this attacked village and you're moving forward into the golden forest and the way it transitions into that lush golden foliage everywhere and uh, the trees that are hanging above and just how it completely is able to change the shift of the emotions within the game just based off of its art and its color choices and its direction that way. Um, it's absolutely incredible. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's just a game that you can play over and over just to look at, just to look at the game. It's an absolute treat. And especially PlayStation 5 4K is completely different. Um, and I think what they did there was, was truly a feat. Uh, it's going to be hard to follow. But I have a Ghost of Tsushima as my number four. Now, I've honestly never thought of that point where it's like from one zone to the next. Because you remember yeah. like N64 games, it would be like, hey, you're in a lava area and you take one step and now you're in a snow zone. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Ghost of Tsushima is so natural, even though zones are so different. You get yeah. an entirely red area and then an entirely yellow, but they transition it so good. And uh, another point about that game, I'm I'm convinced you could take a screenshot of any part in that game and it would look good hanging on a wall. Oh, yeah. That's that's how good the game is. So yeah. uh, that's an awesome pick. Uh, I forgot about it or else it probably would have been on my list. Hey, um, so, I'm, no problems. That's why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed now to say my number four coming after Ghost, but um, sometimes simplistic is best right the simple things look good and there's almost no game simpler looking than super hot now when you look at the game it, it's not a stunner in the graphics department you know it's not like you're getting a lot of polygons on here but i love the simplicity of an all-white room mixed with red enemies you see exactly what you need to kill when you go into a room and everything that you can pick up and use to kill these enemies is shaded black so it has such a beautiful contrast of white black and red the entirety of the game it never got boring to me even though there's only three colors used um it was always effective in like kind of helping me know where i want to go because those guys stood out so much um yeah. the game's fantastic by itself but the art style in my opinion is is one of the keys is why it's so successful. You know, you got oh, yeah. the music, the gameplay and the art style, and it all combines to make a really stellar indie game. Right. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the color in that is a key part of the mechanic of playing the game. So of being able to identify things in the room as quickly as you need to, in order to make one move to the other in order to survive a level. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a great call by that team. Cause any other art style might've been kind of lost in transition a little bit. Yeah. Might have got a little generic, a little bit. Right. Yeah, same as everyone else. It's a great choice. Speaking of simplicity, though, mm. uh, this game uh, has a, a, more of a simplistic art style, but it is absolutely just mesmerizing. And that is the game Abzu, um, which came out, I believe, about five to six years ago. I played it recently on PlayStation 5. Um, but I had been keeping a, a, an eye on the game for the while. Uh, it kind of refers back to if everyone's heard of the game Journey, which I don't know if that's on either of our lists. Um, but Journey was kind of one of those striking indie games. Abzu takes it to a new leather to level to a new level because you're in the ocean and the way they render everything in the ocean, it's almost like this cosmic waterscape that you're existing and swimming through, and the way it renders coral and terrain and 
um, you know, ocean creatures, fish, schools of fish, different animals and stuff like that. It's you can just get lost in it. And everything is so absolutely striking because of the art style and the way they chose the color plat the palettes of different areas, right? You talked about super hot, how it has those contrasting colors, making things able to be, you know, easily identifiable. And you know, Abzu does the same thing, but it uses more so contrast with the colors to set a mood and tone and atmosphere. And it does so absolutely masterfully. Um, it's a couple, it's only like a couple hours long, and I think that's the perfect length for it because really, you know, that game's not something you're jumping into to have a bunch of 20, 30 hours of gameplay with. You're going into it for this atmospheric, artistic uh, adventure experience. It, is, it absolutely nails it. That's a great pick. Uh, looking at images right now, I've never played the game, but uh, I feel like this game, more than any other game on our list probably, could carry you with the two-hour time limit just on, just on the graphics, yeah. just going through the areas and looking at how beautiful everything is. Like you said, the contrast, I see a swarm of fish, and the colors just really pop. So, yeah. Uh, it's good a, pick. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, so we're on number, number three, correct? Um, that was my number three. So now yes, you're number so I am on number three. Okay, so yep. I am also going to dip in the cell-shaded uh, world. Um, I had a lot of choices here, but I have to go with probably my second favorite game of all time. Just a a game that was not well-received when it was shown off first because of the drastic change from previous iterations. Right. Yes, you're shaking your head. Mm-hmm. It is The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Um in my opinion, nobody does cell shading better. You mentioned Borderlands. I think it's trash compared to this game. This game has yeah. such life, such color. It gives the characters such personality that you would not believe with that with that art style. Everything just pops. The water yeah. looks gorgeous. Um, Zelda's always been not a, a simplistic kind of game, but like... With Wind Waker, they do make it. So the tunic, the green on the tunic really pops. You know, the um, just just everything about this game. I can't praise it enough. It's a masterpiece of a game on itself, but the the art style really sets it apart. And I'm, I'm a little bit of a Zelda fan, but I'm more of a Wind Waker fan than a Zelda fan. I've tried other ones, and I beat, like, Breath of the Wild, but this is the one that I've beaten multiple times because it never gets boring to look at. Yeah. And that's a feat to me when you can play through a 20 hour game and never get bored of what you're looking at. It is. It is. Absolutely. Even like for even like, you know, I talked about on the on our previous main level, you know, Biomutant. I mean, that game is absolutely beautiful, but um, the art couldn't carry the game. Right. You know, the mechanics got in the way. But when you have something that's a Zelda game and Zelda games are usually always mechanically fun to play and you add that kind of interesting but so masterfully done you know concept of what cell shading can be in a game it just mm-hmm. elevates to a completely different level yeah and we did get to see kind of like a, uh they came out on gamecube looked great on gamecube and they did do an update for it a remaster on the wii u and it looked even yeah. better so i would love yeah. for that game to come to switch i would instantly buy it like i said one of my I favorites think, so is it oh. is it supposed to be coming to switch no nah. i uh-huh. mean there's always rumors but we'll see Gotcha. I saw someone playing a ROM of it on the computer on TikTok. How did that look? It looked it looked great. It looked I can imagine. I can imagine what you can do with the mods on there. Yeah. Just sprucing up the graphics even more. It's a great game. Um, 
my number two, I'm going to say Ori series. If I have to be specific, I will go with Will of the Wisp. Um, these games are just beautiful, man. Uh, the art style, it's it's use of particle effects, not only in the mechanics of, you know, how you do just, just existing, but also how they play within the, the platforming mechanics of the game, the way that lighting works, the way that just everything looks in this this game. This is one of those take a screenshot anywhere you are, it's a photo type of games. Um, and it's everything about it is just absolutely exceptional. And and when I think about those games, I'm thinking about the entirety of the experience. The thing that grabs you and stays with you the most is the art. It's just absolutely it's it's just one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, just as far as art as a medium goes, whether it's a movie or a game or a painting or something like that. Um, yeah, it's absolute use of of shadow and tone to create these different kind of atmospheres when you're traveling to different areas. Again, each area has a different look to it as well, these biomes, but the transition from one to another is super smooth and it just feels natural, but beautiful and haunting. It's yeah, it's an absolutely amazing looking game. It's it's a feat, man. Yeah. Two of the best Metroidvanias ever made. Yeah. And I think you just wound up one up my Hollow Knight. I said Hollow Knight was all about the lighting. You're absolutely right. Ori, he does the same thing as Hollow Knight, where he emits a glow about him, and it just from start to finish, that game is just beautiful the whole way yeah. through. Yeah, and just you know, like when you're in those areas of light, you just you yourself feel that sense of you know, fleeting safety, safety, but not that it's permanently there. You're going to have to venture. You have to leave it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. A great choice. Um, Okay. So uh, we've seen cell shaded games, a ton of them before Uh, we've seen games with great lighting. We've seen, you know, all manners of art styles. I want to talk about a game that has a, a literal one of a kind art style. And in my opinion, it's so beautiful. It's got to be my number two. I want to talk about, Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead in my mind is a unicorn. There is no there's there's no other game like it. This is based off of the old 1930s cartoons by Disney or I forget the other company, Friedman, Fletcher, something like that. Yeah. And it really it, it's inspired by it and it really does a perfect job of emulating it. Absolutely. Now, it just this is a Saturday morning cartoon back in the 1930s. Talk to your great grandfathers. They will tell you, hey, I know what this was all about. Um, just the animation is so smooth, so beautiful. I, I'm surprised they can even get it to work. I only imagine what type of pain it took to make this art style a reality with probably hand drawing every single animation, every single movement on the screen. Uh The character models are cool. Cuphead and Mugman, both really cool characters, but the enemies are where it really stands out. Super unique, a whole bunch of different designs. Uh, Just a really fantastic looking game. I I don't know what else I can say about Cuphead. You really just have to see it. It's one of those, I would buy the art book. If I see the art book at a Barnes & Nobles, I'm going to buy it because it is a coffee table type thing. You set it on there and you can go through and every picture is just picturesque. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my um, my little cousin, he's like seven, absolutely loves Cuphead. He loves uh, Bendy the Devil, I think, is in it or something, or he's one of the characters, I think, in it. And yeah, exactly, that 1930s art style that it's, 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 nothing looks like it. 
that's I think right. that's like one of the things. Nothing looks like this game. So you know, and the idea of doing that, right? Because not only does that certain art art style by itself objectively is just artistic, right? But mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a collection of the population that sees that art style and associates other things that also were prevalent back then with that art style. It think that it may be hinting towards it in like a derogatory way. But the but that's not the case at all. And the, and the the way they're they're able to use that art style to just create a really difficult, a hard that game is hard. Yes. Um, but just just arresting the the bosses look disturbing when they transform, and it's all just it's just absolutely incredible. Um, and 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 it's a great game. That's that's. Yeah, that's one definitely worth giving a play. Even if you can't beat it, I mean, just just play. It. It's worth it to have it just to yeah. check it out. Check out the Absolutely. graphics. And and we're talking strictly art styles here, but the music and sound effects all fit perfect in the 1930s theme. You got the announcer like KO and then, yep. you know, just the jazz music going on in the background. It's just uh, a total package of a game with yep. the art style being the headliner. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the fact that I think like the gesture like when he's um when Cup has shooting, he like snaps his fingers like mm-hmm. Just, just little touches like that are also oh, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, let's see, my number one may be a surprise. You kind of mentioned the game earlier when you were talking. Um, mm. That number one game is Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Really? Absolutely. Wow. I mean, um, at least for me, when I saw. When I first fired up Zelda Breath of the Wild on a TV, right, it was like I felt like I had seen um, HD for the first time. Mm. Like it had that kind of impact. And the fact that especially in that opening area when it opens up, you know, and you see this huge, vast, uh, you know, plains and different grasslands ahead of you. And the fact that you can explore all of that, right, and just the way that everything looks so cohesive within uh, that that within Breath of the Wild, and nothing really sticks out as being irregular or out of the norm. And the 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 sense, the way it's able to look that way, running on inferior hardware is what I'll say. <laughs> right, right. Imagine that game and something that could push it to its absolute limits. What we've what we've seen with 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 Breath of the Wild, I believe, it's it's not it's not nearly as as tapped in. It's, it has so much potential untapped in regards to what it could do and be pushed. So my thought of my, my thinking behind it is not just the art in regards to what it is with breath of the wild, but also what it could be or could possibly be because it's that beautiful. And there's so much room to, to make it even better. But um, it's in it, to me, like also for me, the art, the art style of that game, that to me defines the switch. Okay. Like when, like when I think of the Switch, I know there's tons of games, and that's not even the game I probably played the most on my Switch. But when I think of Nintendo Switch, I think of Breath of the Wild. I think of that art and that image. Like that's the kind of impact that game had on me. So um, for me, Zelda Breath of the Wild, that's my number one in regards to art style. Great choice. And you mentioned like, you know, everything's cohesive. I think the open world. For Breath of the Wild really helps it because if it was a linear game, you would have these zones, and I don't think it would have such an impact as, like you said, that first yeah. area where where you can see the colors off in the distance, and it's keeping that art style, and it still looks beautiful from 
from one area to the to the very depths of the other area. So right. uh, just a beautifully well-made game. One of the best games of all time, easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been, I feel like we've been a little bit cult of the new here, and I'm going to stick with a newer game, but it pays homage to uh, to the olden days of the 16-bit era, uh, you know, Super Nintendo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to gush about Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Um, Octopath Traveler takes its influences from games like Final Fantasy 3, 4, 5, 6. Um, it's got 16-bit art style, but I, I don't know how they pull it off, but it looks... It is the best looking game I've ever seen. And I, I'm not exaggerating. It's my favorite game to look at. It looks like a diorama where you have the characters and it looks like they're in a box. And the the depth of it is amazing. Uh, they do kind of like a blurry filter in the background, which watching trailers, I, I don't know if I got the, the sense of how good that looked. I thought maybe it looked a little messy. But while you're playing it, it just feels so natural. The, the focus is on your character's. And they just they look so good. It's hard to describe how good something looks through a podcast, but everything about this game is just beautifully crafted. Like I said, it feels like a diorama. It feels like every piece of this game is a is a real object that was placed there. And there's just nothing more I can say about the game. I am so excited to jump into Project Triangle Strategy, the game coming out next year that has the exact same art style. Um. Okay. It's just I hope something like this keeps happening. You know, I don't I didn't like some of the ways that Square Enix took their RPG franchise. I know they went chibi with a few for like um I forget the one Bravely Default. Yeah. They did like a chibi art style. I'm not a big fan of this. I hope they stick with this from now on. To me it's just it's the best 16 bit could ever look. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. With that game, it's funny because I remember seeing the I forgot how long ago it was when it was revealed at E3, um, and I remember laughing at the game when it was announced. Really? Yeah, because the name is the name was ridiculous. It was or, like Project Project Octo or something. It was like some like Project Octopath Traveler. It was like such a wordy name, wordy game title for the trailer and everything like that. Um, but as I as time it went on, I'm like I became more and more interested in the game. I think the game is on Game Pass right now. Is yes. It not? Yes. So um, people check it, it out. It looks it looks amazing it. on a big TV. I know I, it came with Switch so. first, so I know a lot of people probably played it handheld. But uh, firing yeah. that up on your big HD TV, 4K TV looks just amazing. Yeah, but you're you were making you were talking about like that 16 bit style. Absolutely, it has it, it has that that look, and it does so just absolutely fantastically. Um, and so, I, I, that's another game that I've been keeping tabs on because I've had interest in it. So, yeah, um, that's definitely one I'm going to probably download, play some more because, um, yeah, it's a beautiful game. It's it's yeah. it's a beautiful game, man. I feel like we had a little bit of a pattern here in terms of like game art styles, like the the eight bit. I don't think many of those games still hold up as like great art styles, but I really feel like 16 bit was as good as it could get for 2d games, you know? And then it kind of went to the PS one and the N64 and, and no offense to those. I think a lot of those games are just pure ugly. Yeah. So I feel like it took a long time to get back to where we are, where these art styles are really amazing with the PS4, a little bit in the Xbox 360 day, but I feel like now is, 
is peak art style. Yeah, I was I was thinking about um, an eight bit ish kind of game that I maybe wanted to give a shout out to, which was Party Hard. I don't know if you played that one. Um, yeah, I have. But you know, it kind of it's trying to simulate that really pixely look, and it has all the flash and neon of the eighties and mm-hmm. that kind of different tone, which does a good job. But yeah, I don't think that type would really hold up as well as anything comparatively with sixteen bit. I'll say this: I say games that like take eight bit now inspiration yeah. look pretty good. I'm yeah. talking about literally like the the NES, like that. I don't think any of those uh, yeah, games yeah, hold yeah. up. But games that take you know inspiration from that ge- uh, generation. Um, yeah. I think Shovel Knight also tries to pull off eight. They might pull off eight or sixteen bit. I'm not sure. That game looks amazing too. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Any more uh, thoughts to add, Jeremy? You had a, you had a fantastic list. Um, not really. I mean, they're all games that I think people should, if you don't play them, at least look at them. Right? Like, those are great. Yeah, I think all five I do enjoy playing. Um, I yeah. tried to avoid games. Like I said, I put Dragon Quest in my honorable mentions. Mm. I hated Dragon Quest Eleven. I thought it was one of the worst RPGs I'd ever played. Not literally, it was just boring. But um, yeah, yeah. I think we have ten great games, and I think that leads us to our final thoughts. Yes. So, so Jeremy, do you have a final thoughts? Because I do not. So go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. Because I also didn't, but I will say um, that my final thought is. Um, huh. So no I'll idea. go with my final thought real quick. Go ahead. Um, just to keep it in theme with art style, I think I had two indies on this list. Did I have two or did I have three? I already forgot my list, but uh, yeah, I think indies are, I had three indies. Indies are the way to go for art style. I love seeing what new developers are doing. We did a couple indie stories with two different developers, and I believe both their art styles are also amazing. If their games have been out right now, I might have put them on here. Right. Um, and it's just great to see what these indie developers can do and the the chances they take, and I just really appreciate them doing that because we want a good variety of looking good-looking games. So shout-out to indies for doing that. That's great. I know what my final thought is. Uh, again, I, very small list. So... Um, I, my final thought is I want to apologize to inside in limbo. You are also very beautiful games. <laughs> They're just kind of not our thing. So we left you out of this, but if you guys like those, check those out too. There's too many. There's too many to name with good art styles. All right. The, uh, yeah. have you seen the return of the Obra Din? I haven't seen that one. You, ha- you haven't even heard of it. Oh, amazing looking game. Never yeah. played it. I didn't want to throw it on my list without talking about it, but there's just, yeah. There's literally hundreds, you know, even something like Bloodborne. You know, I know the gr- yeah. graphics aren't great, but the art styles, it's just there's too many. Art styles, insane. Yeah. I thought about Owlboy, and then I remembered I didn't enjoy it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my uh, my buddy, he he had mentioned Owlboy. He had mentioned yeah. uh, Noida. He had mentioned mm-hmm. Celeste. There's just so many so great cool. art styles. There's, there's, there's one for everybody, you know? Yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's it. That was a crisp 30 minutes. I'm happy to report. Uh, how do we usually end these things, Jeremy? By thanking the listeners, hoping that you listen again. Uh, subscribe to us on the podcast services. I know I'm asking all these in terms of a question. Uh, hit right. us up on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Um, 
and and you have a lovely day. Sure, that, that's how we end them usually. Yeah, sure. Okay, so instead of repeating that, I'm just going to end it here. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye.